When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Welcome in Purple Daily. Purple Daily at night. Purple after Purple Daily after dark because the schedule release is out. The NFL schedule. We now have the entire 2022 slate for the Minnesota Vikings. Judd Zolgad along with Declan Goff, co-host and executive producer extraordinaire just back from Target Field. Um, and so I think there's only one proper way to start any show in the evening if you're going to be talking National Football League schedule. Uh, so I'm going to start it with Oh, there you beer. go. I had about three or four at the game, so I'm going to let uh, you, you know now what? play catch up if that's okay. I don't blame you one bit. Surly Furious IPA powering our takes on the schedule. If you're saying, well, hold on a second here. Score North's not that big, but Phil Mackey, how is Phil Mackey not in- involved? Now, let's, just, let's just say that, that uh, his puppy, Maya, now Maya in Mackey. training, Great basically enough. at training camp, uh, and there's a very small w- window for her sessions, including Thursday night. So Phil will join us tomorrow. As a result, what we are going to do is we will, because we always, and look at that pour. That's pretty good, huh? Attaboy. Uh, uh, because as we always do uh, three or four times before the season starts, we will be picking the schedule tomorrow. We're not tomorrow. going to do that now without Phil. So right. we're going to talk about the schedule. We're going to go through it. We're, we're going to dissect it as as you can see on the screen. Um, we certainly will take your comments, your thoughts on the schedule, but we will be breaking it down with our predictions for wins and losses uh, tomorrow on Purple Daily. All right, Declan, without further ado, I'm going to start to run through the schedule. Um, as, as I do, if you have thoughts, stop me. I've got, some, gr- I've got some grand thoughts written down as well, but I think the best way to probably do this for those who have not seen it yet is just to go through it quickly to give people an idea on the screen here too. Oh, shortly. Even better. We'll have that up just in a bit here. As soon as Mm -hmm. I get downloaded. All right. So as we found out this afternoon, um, the Vikings will open up on September 11th against the green Bay Packers, three twenty five national Fox game at home. Uh, This will be the third time since us bank stadium opened in 2016 there, there, you can see Declan's yeah, going to get it posted, um, that the Vikings will have opened the home season against the Packers. 2020, week one. 2016, which was their first year in U.S. Bank Stadium, you'll recall that they opened against the Tennessee Titans on the road and then played the Packers and beat them. 
So they will open against the Packers at home in week one for the first or for the second time in three years on September 11th. The next Monday, Monday night game, the 19th of September, one that we already knew because it was announced, I think, on Monday of this week. The Vikings will travel to play the Eagles on um, on ABC. That is a 7.30 kickoff. In week three, and this is where it gets interesting because if you recall, last year, I don't think the Vikings played um, a team within their division until I think it was week five against Detroit. As you can see, um, if, if you're following along right now on YouTube, watching this on the screen, they will play the Lions so that they will play their second divisional game by week three on September 25th, uh, a noon kickoff on Fox. Week four, they travel to a jolly old England, London to play the Saints, 8.30 in the morning. NFL Network, and I believe this is now, so that's October 2nd. I believe this is now the, um, it's not the rule, but it's been changed. Games that used to be on the network also would be shown side by side on an over-the-air channel in your market. I think that's gone, Declan. So if you don't have the National Football League uh, channel network, I don't think that this game is going to be shown uh, on, let's say, channel 5, 4, 9, or 11. Our, our buddy Doogie might be able to help us out with that, but I'm I'm, I'm not certain on that either. I can't remember. I think, it's been what 2017 was the last one, so it's been you know, yeah five years. And I think they're trying to now get get people that don't buy that part of the package to do so. Um, now here's here's an intriguing thing. We talked about this as a potential, but this confirms it. The post London buy is out, so the um, the league is not going to give and the Vikings very well. Dex might not have wanted a buy in week five. So they're going to come home after playing in London on the second and seven days later on October 9th, as you can see, they're going to play the Chicago bears at noon at home on Fox. So that the travel back ordinarily, I think up until now has always caused the league to fit teams buys into that next week. That's not going to be the case here. So the bears are going to be the opponent on the ninth. And then a week after that, they travel to, Miami to play the Dolphins at noon on Fox and then the bye. I like this. I'm not sure yeah, about you. Yeah. I hate, like if you have a buy in week five, I know you're going to, you know, I, I know you're traveling a long distance to play the saints in week four, but a buy to me in week five sets you up for such a long schedule decks that my personal opinion is if I'm the Vikings, I would prefer to come back a little bit tired and, and play what should be a terrible Bears team on October 9th uh, than to be off and then take the bye as you get towards the end of October. Yeah, I prefer the Stu Jet over, um, look, they're going to have some jet lag, right? London, that's a long flight. But if the alternative is also also Bears at Miami and then to Miami, like that's fine. If they had to go, let's say it was... Um, Let's even say it was Bills. Like, they had to go on the road to play the Bills the next week, which I don't think they would do to go give a team back-to-back road games coming off London. Sure. But that that would be a, a task, right? That'd be awful. Actually, I prefer Bears, and then I know at Miami in October isn't necessarily a terrifying place to play either, and then that buy slides in at Week 7. I'd much prefer this setup as opposed to getting a buy and getting you know your bearings back after you take that long flight and jet lag from London. Yes, I think this actually ends up working very well for the Vikings. I bet there's a better chance that the Vikings are more upset's not the right word. Disappointed that they are going to be playing the Dolphins 
in Miami in October than not get the bye in week five. Sure. Because if, if I'm the Vikings and I see my opponents on the road include the Miami Dolphins, aren't you thinking to yourself, all right, <laughs> late November, December, right? Right. But that's not the case. So the bye then will come up in week seven on October 23rd. A week after that, October 30th, so the last game that they will play in the month of October will be another Sunday game against the Cardinals at noon on Fox. Um, and this is going to be a run, as you can see, of one, two, three, four, five noon kickoffs. Um, they start November with back-to-back -back road games. And we'll get to this at the end, but it's interesting. The Vikings have back-to-back -back road games twice in the schedule. The first time is going to, going to be Sunday, November 6th, when they play the Washington Commanders in Washington. And then on November 13th, they play the Bills in Buffalo. I think, Dex, the schedule is going to get intriguing here. Um, the Cardinals, to me, I don't know. So, so like, at that point in time, the Cardinals ordinarily start off hot. I wouldn't call Week 8 starting off, though. Um, Washington, I don't think is that good, but they're, they've been sort of a weird team. And then I think that we all expect the Bills to be good. So that's going to be three games where I think you expect to go two and one, right? But it's two road games. And again, Kirk Cousins going back to play Washington. Like there's variables there that yeah. I think could be extremely intriguing. Look, it, we're not going to pick the schedule, obviously. But I think what one thing we can all maybe agree on, and maybe we're getting ahead of our skis, but this is the fun part about looking at the schedule. We have now four months to look at this for the season. If you starts. don't like that, don't you shouldn't be yeah. watching the Score North YouTube. So I think all our I think our fans get it. Yeah. I uh, but I will say the one road game that you just probably I think any logical Vikings fan probably says is a loss is at Buffalo. Like they're they're coming off another great season. Josh Allen's great. It's a tough place to play, right? Like, yep. it's probably the most daunting road game they have all season. And at Washington, you know, I wouldn't sleep on the commanders, by the way. Like, I, what, I loathe yeah. Carson Wentz. I, there is not a quarterback, I think, that I have more disdain for yep. than Carson Wentz. Yep. But that Washington football team is actually pretty dang good. Their defense is, 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 is solid. They won a decent amount of games with Taylor Heineke, for God's sakes, last year. So I wouldn't say that Washington game's a cakewalk either. I think the Vikings can win that game. I have more I have more confidence they can go into Washington and get a win than I do going into Buffalo. Uh, but this is an interesting stretch because now it's going to dovetail, I know, into these home games, that, right. uh, these three straight home games that they'll go into now after the trip to Buffalo. So the Commanders game intrigues me because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, since he signed with the Vikings in 2018, this is going to be the first time that Kirk goes back there, right? Yeah. Has Kirk gone back? He has not gone. They played him here on a Thursday Washington. night. Washington. Yep. Case right. Keenum was here. No, uh, he has not gone to Washington since he has re-signed with Minnesota. Okay. And then a week after that, it's going to be, Washington. it's Kirk. <laughs> Mr. Cousins goes to Washington, yeah. followed by uh, the Stefan Diggs game as well. But here's what's, here's where I'm curious too. There's going to be a few games that, and look, I think this guy plays hard, and I, I don't expect him to all of a sudden try and turn things up. I think he's going to play at a at a really good level throughout the season. But doesn't Justin Jefferson going against Diggs intrigue you? Oh, my God. It's going to be the best, man. Like, Justin Jefferson's not going to tell Kirk, oh, I hope we do well. He's going to say, let's go, because, I mean, basically, and he's right in his mind, like, this is the game. 
for the team that traded the draft pick. Diggs is going to be jacked up. Jefferson is going to be. I think that this game, and it comes at a weird time because it could be cold. It could be snowy for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but if the weather is decent on N- November 13th in Buffalo, this could be a really interesting game with with Diggs trying to certainly show uh, the Vikings that he's still an absolute star, which he probably is. But Justin Jefferson, conversely, trying to do the exact same. Here's what I will say, because you can start uh, flexing Sunday night games. When is it? After week so- Six? I think it's around six or seven now. Yeah. Okay. They, so, changed, they changed it. As of now, this is obviously a noon game in Buffalo. Right now, the week 10 Sunday night game will be Chargers at 49ers. As of now. Okay. I I would guess they'd still lean into a Bay Area game for, for prime time. But I think this is something to watch. If the Vikings are off to a hot start, the Bills are the Bills. I wouldn't be shocked at all if this one gets maybe moved potentially potentially i wouldn't say it's a lock but i would be keep an eye on it and if i'm not mistaken at this point in time um through that game at buffalo the vikings have not played in prime time correct they played in london they played what'll amount to a fox national game in week one um but they have not played a prime time game yet which uh, which does definitely speak to the fact that i think expectations are tempered which is very fair uh, the Vikings, I don't think, are seen as a sexy team. Not now. Um, yeah, so go back. Now, to your point, Dex, as you said, it gets intriguing because you start a um, um, a trio of home games. Let me go on record as saying this. I am not a fan of three consecutive home games. They've done this. The Vikings have done this now like twice in the last 10 years, and I just... Two is great. Two is fine. Three. Now it's three of nine, not three of the old eight, because with the 17th game, the Vikings are getting uh, nine home games in 2022 versus eight in 2021. But they are going to go 325 kick against CB or against Dallas on CBS on the 20th of November. As you can see, and Doogie uh, reported this on Reckless Speculation Thursday with Mackie and Judd on our show today, Dex. As you can see, four days after Thanksgiving night, for the first time, the Vikings are going to play on the Thanksgiving night NBC game at 720. That will be the first primetime appearance, um, unless, to your point, something gets flexed, that the Vikings have made this season. And then we get into the month of December with what, has to be considered right now one of the unsexiest games on the schedule, I would say. December 4th against the Jets at noon, CBS. So you go Cowboys, Patriots, and Jets all at home, spanning from uh, the 20th of November to Thanksgiving night to December 4th. Now you play quickly, Dex, after the Cowboys game, and that's tough too because it goes Cowboys-Patriots, which could be incredibly tough. I will say this, though. You then get a long break, essentially a bye week. So there's both good and bad. I do think that those two opponents back-to-back in four days, Declan, is a big ask, though, to try and sweep those two teams. That'll be tough, man. Um, Look, I know the Vikings fans have um, PTSD from the Cooper Rush game a few years, uh, last year at U.S. Bank Stadium. I don't believe, and expose me, maybe I'll just expose myself here in about six months, I think the Patriots are going to start coming down a little bit here. I don't think they're going to be a dumpster fire, but 
you know, they played well with Mac Jones, but now they looks out on Mac Jones. And Belichick's a hell of a coach, arguably the greatest football coach of all time. Right. I, New England doesn't scare me as much as they used to. And yeah, also this game's at home. So at the very least, I mean, look, they're two home games. You'd like to say that they're back-to-back wins. You have to split them. Like, Judd, you can make a case that if you go 0-2 in those two games, yeah. Like that, 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 that could bury you. That could, that's, that's a ball breaking situation where if you have to get to playoff time and playoff seating, that those two losses are tough. Like this, the, even though they're at home, man, yep. these are two very tough games and, and not give and not a gimme situation at all. And that month is tough too, Dex. Look at that at yeah, Washington, totally. which to, to your point, the commanders are not a great team, but at Washington, it's not uh, it's not an easy game by any means. At Buffalo, that's incredibly tough. Dallas, Dallas is such a, a weird team though, because this goes back to the conversation that we, we've had, you know, for a long time now, which is this one. When you get into when in the month of May, before the season starts, you get the schedule and you're trying to break things down. Once you hit, I don't know, around. November or so, Declan, it's so tough to judge teams because like Dallas could be really good or Dallas could could be a flop and McCarthy could be fired. But the point is right now in May, as we look at this at Washington, at Buffalo, home to Dallas, and then four days, it's the lack of preparation time that gets me four days after that to play host to the Patriots. That's going to be probably as big of of gauntlet month as this schedule has, right? Like, I don't think there's another month in in the schedule that we're currently breaking down that has a four-game stretch where it's a four-day break for one of them. Uh, it's, you know, three pretty good teams, if not four, or at least, you know. So I, I think that one's actually a, a tough stretch before you even hit that December 4th game against the Jets. Yeah, and keep in mind that once they leave Buffalo, I mean, They'll only have to go on the road once from November 14th all the way to Christmas time, which is great. I mean, six weeks basically at home. And and at Detroit, that is the least daunting of all the three divisional opponents. So kind of a nice situation for the Vikings that from November through the hot, basically through the entire holidays um, from Thanksgiving through Christmas, the bikes will be mostly sleeping in their own bed. And and that part's Mm -hmm. nice. And I I know we're going to tease here as we get towards the end of the schedule, they'll be on the road, but that part of the schedule got to make your hay and you got to get your wins. All right. So, after playing host uh, to the Jets December 4th, which is, as we just talked about, third consecutive home game, uh, you then, or the Vikings then, December 11th, as Declan just alluded to, go to Detroit to Ford Field for a noon game on Fox. This game, to me, only intrigues me because of this. We are going to know very clearly by that date if the Lions have really, truly, not only improved, but bought into Dan Campbell, right? Like, that's the point in time, year two. Um, I still don't like Goff. I don't think he's good, but that's my personal opinion, and I don't think it's – I think I lo- it. lots like of people – Yeah, no, I get it. It's fine. No, it's not it's you, fine. man. You're my sports son. I love you. Jared Goff, not so much. Uh, but the point is, that game, if if those who have said – and I think you, you actually did bring this up – that you like Dan Campbell and that you think that the Lions will play hard for him, this game could be a speed bump game. If that's the case, if that's the case, especially it's it's weird too. If you have success against, let's say the Cowboys, the Patriots and Jets. Okay. And you basically said what you just said, Dex, which is, 
okay, we got to go on the road finally, but we're going to Detroit. Like, you got to be careful there. And that's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's five of six at home. Mm -hmm. So, like, that is a – if the Lions are playing hard and if the Lions truly buy into Dan Campbell as much as some think, that game is a definite trap game. Yep. Or the Lions could just stick. Who knows? Or they could be bad. Who knows? That's true. All right. Um, we have an either an either or on <laughs> December 17th or 18th. We don't know yet. Saturday or Sunday, the Vikings will play host to the Colts at a to-be-determined time on a channel that we don't know yet. Um, that is the first of two home games that will end at least the regular season because the following week, we do know on Saturday, Christmas Eve, December 24th, the Giants will come to town for a noon game on Fox. And that will bring an end to the, the uh, nine games that the Vikings get to play at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Giants game is interesting uh, because I have no idea with a new coach and a quarterback in Daniel Jones, who they didn't pick up his uh, fifth-year option, Declan. I have no clue what the Giants think. I mean, I think they're going to be bad. I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive. Um, I think the Colts are going to be competitive. Uh, but again, Matt Ryan is aging. I have no idea right now what to make of those two games. But on the surface, they if the Vikings are decent, they don't scare me that much. Uh, Colts scare me more than the Giants. I I, I don't buy the Giants. Uh, Danny Dimes. No. What's their plan? I don't know, man. I I kind of thought that they would. Not, I didn't think they'd draft another quarterback, but I thought they'd bring in someone to you know bridge that gap, for the lack of a better word, with with Danny Jones, uh, Danny Dimes. I just, I just don't think he's the answer. I think they win easily against the Giants. And I, okay. again, love making the assumptions, but I, I think the Giants game's no problem. That Colts game, though, yes, uh, we can't fall in the trap just because they've been a good playoff team. And it's at home that it should be fine. Like, don't worry about the Colts. Like, Matt Ryan and, and that team have, in general, the Colts have been pretty darn good the last few years. Matt Ryan's up there in age. Yes, it's not a gimme, but I do think the Vikings, at the end of the day, win that game against the Colts. Fair enough. And that gets us to, and this where is this is where it gets dicey. So yeah. let's just assume, uh, although, as we talked about before, we're going to pick the schedule tomorrow. Let's assume right now, Declan, that this team is a borderline, possibly seventh seed right like a wild card team they've they've you know they're not great but they basically have done what uh what the eagles did uh in 2021 which is win enough to be on the precipice of a playoff spot this is where it gets super intriguing sunday january 1st new year's day the vikings have to travel to lambeau field for a 325 game on cbs which by the way could be could I'm guessing could be a candidate to be flexed depending on the importance of said game. If I'm not mistaken, there is a Sunday night game in week 17. So this could be moved to a night game, but it's going to be cold. It's going to be difficult. It definitely is uh, not an ideal uh, circumstance for the Vikings from a weather standpoint. They played the Packers in week 17 last year, right? Right before they came back home in the game that Mon played in, that was yes, that was it was uh, very yeah. late in the season because that was yes, a miserable was. night as well. Yep, man, you had to start. All right, and then in week eighteen, another a TBD on the date. 
either January 7th or 8th, Saturday or Sunday, in what is the final game of the regular season. The tables have been turned, and the Vikings, who for so long, it seemed, every year at U.S. Bank Stadium, have closed against the Bears at home, will now travel to Soldier Field to play the Bears. We don't know when. We don't know a network. But um, this, to me, is really intriguing because if the Vikings are on, if the Vikings beat the Giants, and let's say they're on the the cusp, right, of a playoff spot, um, the Packers game should be tough. The Bears game, I think the Bears are going to stink. Dex, I think they're going to be awful. I think they're going to be absolutely terrible. What makes that game sort of a wild card, though, is the weather. Like Chicago on on January seventh or eighth is going to be miserable. Things can go things can go terribly wrong. Like you can be in great shape and then you know who knows? I mean the football you can't make kicks. I don't know. All I'm saying is that gives you a really interesting way to end the season back to back as far as what you're going to be going into, not just opponent wise, but but just from a weather standpoint. Because again, I don't think the Bears are going to be good. But I do think that when you have to play in Soldier Field, which is windy as hell in January, there's wild cards, no pun intended, that you can't control that right. could cause issues. Yep. Yeah, these are this is an interesting time for the Vikings because if you're a good football team and you're above five hundred, well you're talking about potentially at least clinching a playoff spot by the time you get to the Packers game on New Year's Day. Um, if you are a good football team, Green Bay could be in that boat too, by the way, Green Bay could obviously be in that boat where they could be maybe wrapping up a division or trying to cl- clinch a playoff spot by the time the new but by the time that New Year's Day rolls around. Yes, the Bears, I don't buy for a minute. Um, now, I will say, maybe Justin Fields takes this massive leap forward and yeah. he ends up being the stud. And then all of a sudden, well, we, our entire perspective and opinion changes on the Chicago Bears. I just don't think there's enough weapons around him right now. because They've clearly have made the, um, assumption that, hey, we're, we're not going to be good this year. We're not going to put resources into a lot of things. But next year, I think they'll have like a hundred plus million dollars in free agency, dude. Like they're going to have all the money and they're going to be big spenders next March. That's their goal. And good for them. Ryan Poles has a vision there. He was in, he interviewed for the Vikings job. The Bears bought Ryan Poles vision. Um, but in general, for the Vikings, when, when it does roll around here on New Year's Day in Green Bay, that's going to be a fun time, dude. Um, I, I, I think back-to-back road games at Green Bay at Chicago are not ideal, but if you took care of business um, at home and whatnot, and like I said, you were that team that was above 500, you're hopefully talking about clinching a playoff spot at one of these two games. That's right. So what do you think the odds are um, that the Vikings will have potentially clinched a, a playoff spot by the Bears game? Because I don't think they're good at all. I think that's like I, I wish I could say, well, yeah, they'll they'll beat the Packers and I think they'll have a playoff spot because then you go to Chicago and you're carefree and resting guys and it's windy and cold and guys, you know, right. I, I just don't Dex. I don't see that. I think this is going to be a struggle. And I'm and with seven playoff seeds now in each conference, I'm not saying it's impossible uh, to be in the playoffs. But I just I don't see a scenario unless something just astounds us where the Vikings are are locked into a playoff spot after that January first game, which is of course the ideal if you can do it. And and, and by the by the way, you could potentially be backing into one. You know, you you, you could be. Um, it's not that you have like to Tice, win to get what in. What are we doing? Back yeah. in the playoffs. We're back in the playoffs. Um, Tice, so I'm curious on how this goes, man. But I, I think in general, you know, I I just counted I believe nine 
noon starts for the Vikings. Obviously, they have uh, the two primetime games with the Eagles and the Patriots on, on Monday Night Football and then the Thursday Night Football. There's some 325s mixed in. There's that 8.30 a.m. God, I might even go to bed that night. I, I 8.30 a.m. for football. I'm 52. I'm I love the 8.30 kick. Kick it <sighs> off at 8.30 more often. I guess. It's going to be 620 be in Seattle where Mackie lives. Yeah, I, uh, no, thank you. They, they did that worse. against the uh, Browns three that years ago, right? Worse. Yeah, they did. Um, I love the early kicks. You can watch but, the games, too. But, yeah, I, I think in general, pretty favorable schedule. I'm curious what the what I Bill Mackie has to say I agree on this. I agree but I think it's favorable, man. Like, yeah, the, you know, the three home games in a row wrapping around in November, but again, I mean, five out of six at home from weeks, week 11 through 16. I think that's, that's solid. That's a good place for the Vikings to be. So in general, I think favorable schedule. That's kind of my gut reaction so far. Does the lack of primetime respect surprise or disappoint you? Uh, I'm pretty lukewarm on it. I mean, you know, I don't think they deserve it right now, so it doesn't no, bother me. And and you know, I I pontificated that that Bills game could be moved. Um, I Pack, don't think Packers game could be moved. The Bears at, game yep. could be in in prime time. I don't think it will be. Don't get me wrong, but the TV. I'd be uh, I'd be shocked if any of those December games get flexed. Jets, Lions, Colts, Giants. Um, yes, I think Packers or Bears have a potential to be flexed. But uh, to answer your question, the national. Time slots? No, I'm 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 not surprised at all. I think this was probably appropriate. I love we get a Thursday night. I love a Thanksgiving Thursday night game. So I oh, think it's marvelous. Great. That'll be. I blasting. can leave the house. I can get. Oh, I can get stuffing, up and say, turkey. Dawn, Stella, I love you guys, but I gotta Bye. go. Hey, go go back up a little bit. I do. Sure. I do want to see one thing here, um, as we talk about this because we we've been doing this on the fly. Okay, so there's the Monday night game at Philly. There's the there's the Thanksgiving uh, night game, which is their NBC game because they don't have technically right or not technically they don't have a Sunday night game right now. Right. But the third but the Thursday Thanksgiving game fulfills NBC. Um, yeah, I I think that the Vikings have been given a slate of games that are very fair for the expectation because yep. I mean I think the expectation of the of the experts right is that they're going to win eight nine games probably tops. Yep. So there's ability to flex there. Um, the other here's something else that intrigues me. Before we go, Dex. Um, other than so, the Packers you you have to play twice. Yep. But look at their look at the rest or look at their games uh, outside of Buffalo. Keep going down a little bit for for me after Buffalo, sure. would you? Thank you. I just want to make an observation here about this. Yep. Um, after Buffalo. You know, there's a very interesting and I would say undaunting list right now of quarterbacks. Yeah, Rodgers, Allen. Um, but, you know, I mean, Matt Ryan might be That's good, not. but Matt Ryan doesn't scare you, right? No, not at all. Jared Goff. Um, um, Mac Jones might be really good by then, but, I mean, he's still second year. I don't know. He, he played well, but... Um, Dak Prescott, solid, good, but doesn't frighten you a ton. The point is, it feels like the it was like two years back. The Vikings had a gauntlet of quarterbacks, like just a gauntlet. And and this isn't. I'm not trying to say that these guys stink. They don't. But I don't know that there's as many guys that you consider outside of Josh Allen and Rodgers and you know maybe Dak. Although I probably wouldn't. That's I a toss up. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put put him in that list who really who really frightened you as a defensive uh, guy 
Yeah, we you know we we did this episode on Purple Daily where we just we knew because we knew the opponents. We said how many quarterbacks are better than Kirk Cousins on the Vikings opponents uh, before the schedule was released about a month or two ago. And I, I we we only said like three. You know, Rogers, Allen. I mean, maybe you make a chance. Kyler Murray or Dak is better, but but they have that quarterback advantage um, for sure. I, it's not a daunting quarterback list they have to play. So. And I'm going to give you a quarterback sequence that I really like. Okay. All right. Week one's tough. Rodgers and the Packers. But then you go Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts. Detroit. Jared Goff. Saints. Jameis. Uh, Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields, yeah. At Miami. Two or Teddy. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Not at all. I, or yes, yes. I, that those bring are, it on those are, is what bring, bring it on. on. Yeah, that's, bring that's it on, baby. Sports. I love that. I love, um, I'm excited to pick the schedule tomorrow with Mackie, dude. We are going life. to. Um, don't, don't forget, uh, we will also read plenty of comments on Mackie and Judd and then Purple Daily, where, as Declan just said, we will get into the schedule some more. Get Phil's thoughts as he gets back from doggy training Maya Mackey. And we will also pick the schedule. I saw uh, I saw an immediate reaction in our comment section. 11 wins, and then I saw 8 or 9. I think that's going to be all over the map as far as the purple pigskin prognostications <laughs> that we are going to see. But thank you for... Uh, tuning in to our special edition of Viking Schedule release. And don't forget, Wild and Blues tonight, 8.30 start. Wild Ventline right after with both of us back. Um, And if you're going to enjoy the game, enjoy it responsibly, but enjoy it with some Surly. In my case, I'll be drinking some Surly Furiouses. Oh, and last but not least, let's mention our friends from Chill Boys. Because you know what? Declan, when the going gets tough and it gets hot or cold, Mm -hmm. what what is your go-to undergarment? Oh, God, you know, it, it heated up at Target Field this afternoon, Judd. The last time I was at Target Field with my chill boys, I had those long johns on because it was negative, you know, 35 with wind chill or whatever the hell it was. And, and by, the, by game two today and the doubleheader in the ass kicking from the Houston Astros, which we won't talk about right now, uh, it was about 90 degrees with that humidity. And I was comfortable in my bamboo fabric. Thanks to my friends at Chill Boys for that bamboo fabric. And then even the performance brand I like to rock when I'm on the golf course. So, yes. They're a Minnesota-based company. It will change your outlook on how the boys feel down there. Chill Boys and chillboys.com. Awesome stuff. Thanks again to our friends at Surly Brewing and also TCL TV. Hopefully you're watching tonight's Wild Game on a TCL, and hopefully you'll join us for Wild Vent Line. Hopefully they win right after. Talk to you.